the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You ready to go? Come on. Tuesday. Live from our nation's capital. Welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on Facebook or YouTube, my socials, thanks a lot for tuning in. And I appreciate uh, everything that you guys do when you not only support me, but you contribute uh, to the show. So let me give you the phone number, open us up in a word of prayer, and we'll get started. First of all, the phone number is 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. And by the way, it is a call-in talk show, this first hour of Rush Hour out of the nation's capital. And maybe you're not rushing on the street. Maybe you're just at home with your cup of coffee like I have mine or a cup of tea or something. And you're just chilling out talking to me. You probably know how the show rolls. It starts off with Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, that's today, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, And, of course, open phone-in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Tough Topic Tuesday, and we're going to talk about helping your child through the loss of their school year. That's right. I've got special guest, Minister Dave Heiliger, who's going to be with me shortly as uh, I introduce him. But that's today's topic, and if you are dealing with a child who is going through the loss of their school year and how it's affecting them, your family. We've got uh, someone who is a professional in helping uh, students deal with tough topics, and that's today's uh, topic, okay? So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for today and the opportunity we have to connect one with another. We do pray for every listener, every child, every parent, and give us the wisdom that we need even as we go through dealing with loss as children from the school year for it is in your name jesus we pray together everyone said amen and amen and by the way one of the things that might just help your uh your family feel a little bit better when you go through these difficult times is the fact that you can uh get yourself some ice cream from paradise ice cream just go to paradise dash uh ice cream.com and you you can take talk to them about the cakes or the ice cream tubs that they have just for my listeners. Again, the website is, let me say it correctly this time, paradise-catering.com. 
dot com. Okay, and they've got some special Mother's Day packages for my listeners as well as 10% off. So get that ice cream delivered. It's homemade and it's good. If you want to call them directly, you can always call them at 703-913-9445. Speaking of phone numbers, mine is one you should already have in your speed dial. All right, that's 888-43-BRIDGE, 888-432-7434. Minister Dave Heiliger is one of the ministers at Bridgeway Community Church, and for the past 20 years, David Heiliger has been serving the Lord through mentoring teenagers and training others to do so. Combined with his commitment to young people, David is working to encourage the values of racial healing and cross-cultural engagement. As a certified mediator from Access Youth in Washington, D.C., and working with the Bridge Leader Network, which is the organization that I, uh, I run, David has spoken into racial conflict at the most internal levels during some of the most critical times in our country, including from Baltimore to uh, Ferguson with the young and the seasoned. David has stepped into high-conflict moments trying to create safe places for bridge-building conversations. By the way, he has a bachelor's degree in biblical studies from Washington Bible College and is currently a graduate student at the Center for Justice and Peace Building at Eastern Mennonite University, where he is pursuing his master's degree in conflict transformation. He serves as a minister and the student ministries director at Bridgeway Community Church. And in the midst of the stay-at-home order, he is glad he gets to be quarantined with his wife, Julie, and his six-year-old daughter, Reese. Minister David Heiliger, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Dr. Anderson, it's good to be on the show. It's always good to be able to talk to you. You have been working with students for so long. What are some of the highlights of working with students in your career, Minister Heiliger? You know, I think every year is so different because of the different students I get to work with. You know, there's nothing like sitting down across from a table with a, a talking about real life, maybe mm-hmm. even sharing a cup of coffee and getting into the nitty-gritty details of how God intersects each of our lives. Right, right. Well, I'm sure there are challenges working with children uh, because these students are going to middle school, they're going to high school, and then when something like the pandemic hits, do you think that students process it differently than adults? You know, one thing that I've noticed about students is they are people of action, right? They want to be able to do something. And when they don't know what to do, they have the choice of either doing what they think might be right or doing nothing. Mm. And so they end up just acting and they might not have built up the, the, the seasoned experiences or skills or uh, having the, 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 the knowledge of knowing what to do. Is that, where so, you, is that where you come in as a minister, as a student director to try to help them think through these things? Hopefully, I mean, I, I am an over-processor. If, for, for me, there's uh, an experience that's not processed is an experience lost. So anytime we can sit down and have a talk about where they're struggling with life really helps to mm. guide them in the right direction. Are students uh, in, in need of processing? What I mean by that, do they know it's something they need to do, or is it something that's just internal with them, and when you come alongside of them, you provoke uh, the processing with some key questions? Or do you find that they just really want to process everything, or does it depend on personality? You know, it depends on the, on the, on the kid. There's some students that are eager to, to externally process, and there are others that just have a hard time putting any kind of words to what they're feeling. So, mm. uh, yeah, I would say it depends on the student. 
And what would you say now, uh, Minister David Heiliger, regarding how students are dealing with uh, the COVID uh, virus? What are you What are you running into? You know, I I've seen so many students uh, at this point. You know, we've been we've transitioned so much of our interaction to online communication, whether it's video chats or texting or just through social media, and uh, the students are experiencing such a huge amount of loss in their life right now that they're really trying to figure out what this new abnormal looks like to them. Hmm. So it really is a sense of loss then. The students aren't like, yay, we're out of school. This is great. Correct. I think they're, they're all reeling from this and just trying to process what is, what is this new, new life like for them. Because, mm. you know, I've, I've heard it said that people don't fear change. People fear loss. You know, mm. if change involved you winning the lottery, you wouldn't fear that. Mm. You would fear, you know, we fear those things that, that add loss into our lives that leave us scrambling to mm. know what to do next. Wow. Well, when we get back, I'm going to ask you some more about how we deal with these stressors, how parents can uh, connect with their students during times such as these. I'm talking to Minister David Heiliger. He's the head of the student ministries at Bridgeway Community Church, and he works with peace building and conflict resolution. So if you want to give us a call, our phone number is 888-432-7434. would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. 
To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Live right here in the nation's capital. And listen, if you do not have a Get Smart Vivid system, then you are missing something. Guess what? They can come in and upgrade your current system, or they can give you a brand new one in your home. Just go to GetSmartVivint.com. That's V-I-V-I-N-T. Or you can call the Get Smart with Dr. David Anderson hotline. They established that just for me, only my callers, only my listeners. And uh, when you give them a call, uh, they are going to know that you're my listener, and they're automatically going to give you not only a discount, they're going to give you a free uh, pro camera for your front door. They're going to give you two months for free. Uh, just because you're my listener. So let me give you the number, and you call them and work it out for yourself. 800-587-1504. Their number, again, is 800-587-1504. That's the Get Smart with Dr. David Anderson hotline. Or check them out. They have a website just for me as well, GetSmartVivent.com. Now, if you're just joining us, I have special guest, Minister David Heiliger, He's on the line with me. He works with student ministries at Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland, and in Owens Mills, Reistertown, Maryland. He's married to Julie. He has a six-year-old daughter uh, named Reese. And so he knows what it's like to be a husband, a parent, but also working with young people. He's combined his uh, work with young people to deal with issues of racial healing and cultural, cross-cultural engagement. Uh, he's also traveled with me uh, to places like Ferguson and uh, dealing with, uh, you know, conflicts in other parts of the country. And so, David, I'm so glad that you're hanging out with me today. Thanks a lot for uh, saying yes to the show, okay? So glad to be on it with you. Okay, so let's talk about stressors for kids. Uh, what are they facing? What kind of stressors? We talked about loss, but what kind of stressors are kids facing these days? Yeah, I think a lot of that depends on this, the the age of the kid, right? My six-year-old at home is experiencing this a lot different than a youth group kid of mine who's maybe 12, as opposed to a youth group kid who is really more of a young adult at 18, you know, headed off to college. There's mm-hmm. some of these stressors dealing with loss. I think uh, that's one, an abundance of family time. You know, we, we love each other around here, uh, but have we ever spent this much time together where there's really no no sense of independence? Mm. And then also living in uncertainty. Uh, as much as we want to put a, a light at the end of the tunnel here with this quarantine, uh, nobody can put a date to it. And living with that kind of uncertainty is really tough on these students. Hmm. Well, parents who are working from home are also having to help their children with schoolwork. Um, is there a work-school kind of a balance that might help parents? You know, I, I think about this for almost every leader. You know, we're all leading our homes uh, with our, our kids in our homes, but we're supposed to be steering the ship in the right direction, and then we found out there's a hole in the boat, and mm. we don't know whether to bail, bail the water out of the ship or steer the ship. 
Mm. You know, we're so overwhelmed trying to figure out all these online schooling platforms. And I only have one child. Mm. She's in kindergarten. I have, uh, you know, families that I work with who have three kids and they're all in middle school and high school and they all have uh, massive amounts of uh, things to uh, just begin to get oriented to. And so uh, finding that balance between your own work and your kids' schoolwork and uh, personal time and uh, figuring out a way to keep dinner on the table, mm. uh, overwhelm uh, beyond that, uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt is what parents are feeling these days. Are kids needing an outlet? Like, uh, do they call you and want to talk to you or want to talk to a different adult besides the adults in their house? Well, that's the kind of the, the privileged families have those relationships already set up, right? And mm-hmm. so uh, I think this is really revealing where our lifelines have been mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. You know, what have we built up into this point that now we get a chance to take advantage of? Hmm. So does that mean then you can see where the deficits are, where you haven't built up certain relationships? Can it be a time when you realize, wow, I thought I had a lot of friends and I don't. I'm lonely. I don't know who to talk to. I haven't invested like I should have, and now I find myself alone. Do you think loneliness is a stressor or something that kids might be dealing with? Yeah, definitely loneliness. I think uh, even those that have those connections, I think we're becoming very aware of how deep those connections have been. Mm-hmm. And just being able to communicate in a different way than they've they've really communicated before. So mm. no extended time just hanging out together where something can come up. Everything is very purposeful communication now. So if you don't have a purpose to call somebody, uh, you know, if you don't have a purpose to get in touch, a lot of times those those side conversations don't ever really happen. Hmm. So how do you think parents can help their kids cope with the, these losses that you're uh, talking about? What should parents do? You got any advice for them? I do. You know, one thing. One of my ministry partners, Sasha Butler, who works with Changing Destinations, a youth organization, reminded me that. Uh, kids will pick up on what you're projecting, right? And so whatever Mm. you project, they will reflect. You being vulnerable with how you're processing all these changes is really important for your kids. Mm. They need to see you not just know what to do because, you know, very few of us know what to do with a global pandemic, uh, right? But they need to see what it's like for somebody who's, a follower of Christ, somebody who is really trying to pursue uh, wise living, what it's like for somebody like you to process all of these things. Mm-hmm. So externally processing in the, in, you know, in the presence of your kids is really important for them. Hmm. And what about uh, trying to organize events as a family? Should you, uh, if you weren't doing family dinners, is this the time you start doing family dinners? Uh, if you weren't doing family devotions, is this the time you start doing family devotions? What do you think about that? I would say don't don't try to change everything all at once. You know, we a lot of times we we see everybody's highlight reel out there on social media where people are are succeeding at so many different aspects of their life, but rarely is anyone is succeeding at everything, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you just pick one thing to begin to start putting in as a structure in your family, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, one thing I've noticed uh, for us is we've started memorizing scripture around the dinner table, mm-hmm. right? So that's one thing that we hadn't been doing before, but this time we thought it'd be a great thing to pull that together to give a little bit of stability to one aspect of our, our life together. Hmm. You know, there was a, a college professor who tweeted, 
we just wrote a hard email. I told my son's teacher that we will not be participating in the virtual classroom and that he was done with the first grade. We cannot cope with this insanity. Survival and protecting his well-being comes first. What do you think of something like that? Is that where parents really have to make an individual call? Uh, it's interesting that it came from a college professor, right? Somebody mm. who you would imagine really values education, yeah. right? Somebody who spent his whole life revolving it around uh, the, the priority of formal education. And then for somebody like that to pull their, their, their kid out of whatever formal education is left at this point and, and all the work that educators have been putting into transitioning into an online platform, I mean, at the very least, it should open our eyes to the fact that this is this is not life as we knew it, right? Mm. I think a lot of our values are being challenged. I think the pandemic is uh, revealing our priorities mm. in times like this. Mm. And uh, for you to set the priorities for your own child, I think they're really going to pick up from this what you really prioritize. Mm. How do you think kids can remain social while social distancing? Are there some good ways they can still stay connected socially? You know, students, they, they've led the way really in being able to connect socially using all this technology. I think, you know, there's so many uh, older generations who are beginning to understand what it means to uh, have a relationship that is strictly online. Our mm -hmm. students have built online networks that uh, I think they are taking advantage of in a very unique way. Uh, you and I maybe are, might be uh, outsiders. We step into the digital world and then we leave it. Uh, our students are digital natives, and mm -hmm. this is their this is where they they live and breathe. And so, uh, parents, I think a lot of times, well, at a time like this can maybe extend a little bit more of a, a of the leash on on our kids as they have more and more screen time and more and more time just to try to figure out how do we cultivate relationships mm -hmm. through screens so we would you're are you recommending that parents should allow their kids more screen time than they had before and is it is it possible they could be over screened and they need to somehow uh, pull back a little bit I uh, Again, that's very much dependent on the on the family, but uh, even all their schooling now has turned to uh, online schooling. So I don't think any family, if they are going to be engaged in in the online schooling and allowing their kids to have social interaction, uh, I don't know how you could do that mm -hmm. without increase, increasing that screen time. Gotcha. Is the online schooling thing going to – is that here to stay, you think? You know, uh, community colleges are uh, – are making decisions sooner rather than later on this, and uh, it looks like it looks like in the fall a lot of our schools are considering how they might move their schooling or keep their schooling to strictly being online. Hmm. You know, I was called to, uh, uh, by Fox 45 asked me to pray for a graduation. It's the graduation for many counties here in Maryland, and here's the thing: it's a virtual graduation, and so I just wonder if this whole uh, virtual thing is here to stay and are there any um downsides to to the virtual world or is this just our world now and we gotta go with it what do you think i think we there is nothing that can replace an in-person experience mm -hmm. i think our our online schooling is uh is beneficial for communicating uh content 
but the relational social side of our uh, of our learning environments is irreplaceable face to face and so if it if it turns out that our schooling becomes strictly online if it becomes more and more of this virtual virtual classroom then our society is going to have to adjust socially to figure out how do we then reinforce those social social structures that will be lost. Well, when it comes to church, too, people, if they come back into the church or come to the youth group, they got to figure out now how to re-engage in a way that is still uh, in, in line with maybe social distancing or more healthy uh, personal space. And, of course, when you're dealing with students, my guess is, uh, you know, personal space, uh, you know, is not normal uh, to, to just have everybody distant from one another physically when you're playing games and when you're running around and, and horsing around. That's just a part of what it means uh, to be a kid. When we get back on the other side of the break, I'm going to talk about ministry uh, in the time of post-COVID and what you've been thinking about that. Friends, if you want to give us a call, we've now opened the phone lines, 888 432 7434 if you want to jump in with your question. We're also looking online, so I'll check it out during the commercial as well. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I've got Minister Dave Heiliger hanging out with me live. We'll be right back. I've been told that since our Faith and Family Mortgage Team has long been running commercials here, that I should write something about this worldwide crisis. But here I sit, laptop on lap, and I got nothing. Who am I to give wise words? I had to Google what pandemic even meant a couple weeks back. And then it hit me. The fact that I am clueless about what to say actually says everything. For me, having control is a thing. I fool myself that my work ethic gives me control of my finances, that my food choices gives me control over my health, and I fool myself that I've got my future planned out. And then this happens, and I'm humbly reminded who's really in control. In which case, there's only one thing for me to wrestle with, and that's whether I can actually trust him. There's a verse that says, be still and know that I am God. I'm working hard on trying to listen. I hope you can too. Be safe from your friends at United Faith Mortgage. Jesus told us that one of the greatest commandments in Scripture is love your neighbor as yourself. It can also be one of the most challenging, especially during these uncertain times. Yet it gives us a unique opportunity to love our neighbors. What if every Christ follower prayed for two other people in the DMV? What if you could help saturate the whole DMV with the love of Christ? Join thousands in the Street Vine Lights Pray, Care, and Share movement. Go to WAVA.com, keyword vine. That's WAVA.com, keyword vine. HD radio listeners can hear WAVA-FM on 105.1 FM HD1 and hear us on our mobile app and on radio.com. Family Life Today with Bob Lapine and David and Ann Wilson is heard weekdays at 7.30 a.m. on 105.1 FM WAVA. WAVA. 105.1 FM WAVA. You're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, 
We were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law. And we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, a reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's right here in this place. It's, it's right Real here. Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're in the second half of the program. It's Tough Topic Tuesday, and we're talking about helping your child through uh, the loss of their school year. My guest is Minister Dave Heiliger. I like what uh, Joan King says online. She says, my daughter has used Maryland teacher tutors to help her daughter stay on track and schoolwork. Also, I uh, think it's a good time to ask kids what things they can do each day to invest in themselves. How do they want to better them? That's a good question. Rebecca Rodriguez says parents must remain calm and be cognizant that they are watching you and seek you for answers. So be at peace and be present. No pressure, just presence. God is working. Well, thank you for your comments there. Uh, as well. Hey, listen, love to talk to you. My phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. We have opened up the phone lines. I've got Minister David Heiliger on with me in case you missed the first half of the program for for the past 20 years. David Heiliger has been serving the Lord through mentoring teenagers and training others to do so. Combined with his commitment to young people, David is working to encourage the values of racial reconciliation and cross-cultural engagement. Uh, as a certified mediator from Access Youth in Washington, D.C., and working with the Bridge Leader Network, uh, my diversity consulting firm, David has spoken interracial conflict at the most internal levels during some of the most critical times. From Baltimore to Ferguson, with young people and seasoned people alike, David has stepped into conflict moments, trying to build bridges of reconciliation. He's got his uh, bachelor's degree from uh, Washington Bible College in Biblical Studies, and he's currently a graduate student at the Center for Justice and Peacebuilding at Eastern Mennonite University. Uh, he's working on his master's degree in conflict transformation. Uh, Minister David Heidegger, it's good to have you on the show. Thank you so much. It's been great to talk about such an important topic. Well, you know, for those that might just be tuning in, we're talking about helping one's child through loss of the school year specifically. Um, what kind of loss is this for the education system, not just the schools in the education system? Do you feel like it's a loss for for teachers as well? Well, I, I don't know too many teachers who do their job just simply for the paycheck. Right. These are mm. teachers that really want to invest and care for the, the, this rising generation. And uh, I feel like every teacher that I've talked to has said that they've missed their students and they really desire greatly to make the most out of their their time of transitioning into a virtual classroom. Mm, interesting. 
while somebody said you can either have a nice day or you can help your child with their math homework. You can't have <laughs> both. <laughs> so, That's so true. I'm sure it's a struggle then for uh, parents, but also a struggle for teachers, because if teachers are doing it uh, for the right reasons, not just a paycheck or, you know, uh, just to pass the day on, but they really do feel a sense of investing in the lives of young people, then I'm sure from a perspective of of a teacher, something has to be missing for them, you think? You know, I just was speaking to one of my teacher friends who said that she has 147 students that she's caring for during this time, hmm. and each one has specific needs. Each family is, has specific home environments, and, and she actively is trying to communicate well with each one, right? Hmm. 147, that's a lot of people to individually craft an experience for. And do you think a that she's working who, with their families? Like, do you feel well, like during this season now, it's not just working with the kid in the classroom, but now I'm actually into their homes? Definitely. And uh, they, she and a, an assistant principal friend of mine pleaded for uh, the benefit of the doubt from parents, mm. right? So educators are learning uh, this new system just as families are. Mm. And so they, they encourage parents to reach out and ask questions and don't assume hmm. the worst in all of this. Is this creating a partnership between parents and teachers that they didn't have before, you think? I think there's some uh, – the first communications that parents and teachers have had uh, have been during this uh, during this shutdown. So, mm. yeah, it's kind of get, – it's getting used to a whole new normal. You know, transition is messy, mm. and it's important that we over-communicate through transition. Mm. Well, when we get back, I'd like to talk to you more about transition and transformation, and specifically, how do you think that this is affecting – uh, lower income kids as well. Is it a different experience? And if so, uh, how is it different? Friends, you're listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And as soon as I get back, uh, Minister David Heiliger and I are going to continue our conversation right here about helping kids deal with loss of the school year. We'll be right back. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. You've seen it. The Warren 
orange signs popping up in your neighborhood. Vivint Smart Home is setting up and upgrading new and existing homeowners with the latest smart home security packages. Right now, all of Dr. Anderson's listeners get a free 4K doorbell camera with their new smart home purchase. All in support of smart social distancing. And only through the Get Smart with Dr. Anderson hotline at 1-800-587-1504. View, stream, and manage your front door, keeping your deliveries safe, all while keeping you safe inside your home. Professional installation, 0% financing, and a lifetime warranty on all of their products. Along with fast, 24-7, police, fire, and medical response. Call in the next 30 minutes and get two free months of smart home service. 1-800-587-1504. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to the program. We're in just the last uh, sort of segment here. We will come back for one more short one where we'll land the plane. But I've got uh, Minister David Heiliger. He's the student director's minister at Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland, and in Owens Mills, Reisterstown, Maryland. He works with young people. He also works with adults, parents, teachers. He works in schools, and he works with regard to reconciliation uh, before I ask you another question, David, as I hog you for this interview, uh, Donald uh, Francisco says online, I've been doing a lot of virtual classroom presentations. They're nice. They also need to have proper online etiquette, if you know what I mean. What do you think he means by that? You know, uh, for a lot of these uh, uh, secondary education level classes, you know, students aren't required to have their uh, cameras on. Uh, for the class, so you have a teacher who's sitting behind their screen in their home mm-hmm. talking to who they hope uh, is a group of students who are listening and, and being engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing that is a is a, a new skill and a, a new type of environment to be cultivated. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're all learning new new ways of communicating here, and our students are, are in that same boat. Meaning that they have to learn how they're, they're showing that they're engaged and involved and not... Uh... Uh, drinking a shake and uh, kind of doing something else, reading their phone while they're uh, while they're online learning. You know, I think it'd be it'd be great if if every student in their own home was uh, glued to their screen, hanging on every word of the teacher. But it's hard enough to stay uh, stay focused when you're in a classroom, let alone with all the distractions of being home. How about so that? It's a whole new it's a whole new classroom. Eric Stagger says on uh, line, I don't see how this can have a positive effect. If I'm honest. Uh, our society is struggling with interpersonal skills as is. People can barely communicate now in person, sitting across the table from each other, texting how they feel. More time in front of a screen seems detrimental to the mind. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think we in ministry are, and I think all of us, uh, as we're working through this schooling, it, I think we're realizing how holistic our communication really needs to be, mm. that it's not just uh, making sure the words come from me to you, but there's a there's a holistic aspect of the person who's receiving it, mm. uh, spiritual, relational, physical, creative. All of these things affect how we're communicating with each other. Mm. Now, for education, I think we're, and ministry, we're investing a lot more in the understanding that the experience of the student the experience of that young person, wherever they are, in their home, in their own world, 
is affecting how they're receiving this kind of education uh, and these kind of interactions. So uh, maybe maybe a good thing that comes out of it is a is a realization of the holistic approach that is necessary for the communication and relationships that we actually have. Tony Penny agrees with Eric, but he says, I think this time of distance learning is only temporary. I don't see it uh, being something that will last forever. Having said that, uh, this period may give kids the time to slow down that they need. No multitude of extracurricular activities and sports. He's our assistant producer, and he's chiming in. What do you think about the idea that this could actually be a good time for students to slow down from the busyness that comes with being a student? Uh, slowing down involves uh, a, a peace-filled person, right? A peaceful environment to which they're slowing down too. There are a lot of our students who are in crisis, and there are a lot of our students who are really for, for whom this is a traumatic experience. Mm. And so I hope that our young people process this experience enough so they come back out of this more resilient maybe filled with more internal peace so they can approach their their life. But uh, if they're in environments or internally, uh, mentally, uh, emotionally, maybe unhealthy, mm. this is really, really hard. And mm. it's, it doesn't feel like a slowdown time at all. It mm. feels like a pretty big shock to their system. Wow. Stacy Lou writes, the loss of school is real for lots of kids. The fear of loss of life of friends, teachers, and friends family members is real too. Students are doing math, working out the statistics of how many people will die in this pandemic. How much is the death of friends, family, or even people you may not know, but you see the count every day up to 50,000 or 60,000. How do you think that that is affecting children? I, I think they, they're, they're not unaware. They're not disconnected from all these news stories that come out. Mm. And I think uh, being actively engaged in the mental health of our kids uh, who are going through this is, is crucial. Um, and as parents, to be able to, to learn, uh, learn uh, the new way of helping our kids through this. There are resources out there. I'm going to put a couple of things up on bridgestudents.com mm. for parents to come and check out of how to walk with people through grief and loss mm. and how to care for each other and even understanding the mental stability and experience of our young people through this. By all means, head on to bridgestudents.com and you can see some of those resources. Bridgestudents.com to get the resources that we need in order to help our kids deal with grief and loss. So they're not unaware of this. In other words, they can be a little bit fearful and anxious like adults can. This is not just time off and now we're going to go to virtual school. They're dealing with a life crisis. Yeah. Agreed. It's traumatic. And uh, and I think we're going to be uh, working through the, the shock waves of this for years to come. Hmm. You know how they talk about uh, sort of a post-syndrome uh, that, that happens, a post-stress and a post-anxiety syndrome. Will there be a post-COVID syndrome for students, you think, in the years to come? I, I can't imagine how we could get through this. Uh, you know, every time there's a school shooting, uh, you know, we go into uh, response modes to help students uh, recover and, and process all of this. Mm -hmm. If there is not something to help our students collectively, uh, it process this community trauma, um, I think there are going to be a lot of people who are left unsettled uh, in, in their own mental health. Mm. How do you think this is impacting low-income families? Do you think it's different? 
I I think it's very very different. Um, I I've been confronted with the fact that in my home I, we have a two parents in the home and one of the parents works part time and we have a six year old with uh, who's in kindergarten and it's a full time job to to just try to uh, wrap our experience around this mm-hmm. for single parents for low income parents people that don't have uh, read, readily ac- ready access to technology. Even uh, I was talking with a, a teacher friend of mine who serves on the border of uh, El Paso and Juarez uh, in Texas and Mexico, mm-hmm. um, who's dealing with uh, issues of students who have family on other sides of the border. In the the experience is very different for Middle America, small town, than mm-hmm. it is for big city, border towns, and low income. Uh, people who who might not have the resources to be able to engage in online learning uh, mm. in the same way. It's also uh, global. And, uh, you know, I was talking to a, an African doctor who's a friend, and he was talking about just like in Africa, in his particular country, when you talk about social distancing and stay in the house, well, there are many places within some of the more poorer parts of his country where they don't have a refrigerator in the house, <laughs> you know, where you, you stock up on uh, on goods for several days. I mean, you have to come out almost every day just to, to find something to eat or to find the goods that you need. And so there's a global nature uh, to this. So when you deal with low income in America and in low income in uh, a particular country in Africa, I'm sure it's different. But the reason I bring up the global side, do you feel like the students have become um, – more aware that the world is bigger than their own county or country as a result of the global pandemic? You know, I think with this, if we're not, if we're not becoming more and more aware of our frailty and how small we are and how, how little control we have and Mm. how connected we are, um, then we're missing something Mm. in this. And so uh, I think Without a doubt, we're realizing that what happens across the on the other side of the world affects my day-to-day life these days. And I think that? our students are, are definitely getting a crash course in this. How about that? Well, listen, um, David, you know, you've been such an encouragement uh, to me and to the ministry here at Bridgeway Community Church. As you're doing student ministry, is there anything during this period of time at Bridgeway Community Church that's a learning for you or a challenge for you as a result of the pandemic? Uh, I am about 99% relational, Doc. Is in, with me, there's so much that's communicated just by being in each other's presence. Mm. And so when we can't be in each other's presence, there's really a, a new push to try to figure out what does it mean to be united in the spirit when we mm. can't be united face to face. Mm. And caring for each other's spiritual needs, relational needs, physical needs, uh, ex- self-expression needs. You know, we're we're trying. We are building what we're calling online quarantine groups. You know, mm. get it quarantine right uh-huh. for our teenagers. Uh-huh. And uh, I see what you did it's there. right, yeah. And we're we're really focusing on this holistic care of our students because we can't just focus on sharing a word from the scripture without reinforcing the relational, physical, and creative health of our young people. Mm, Thank you so much. Wisdom from uh, Minister David Heiliger. When we come back, we're going to land this plane. 
AactionHomeServices.com. Did you know I started as an electrical contractor? That kind of gets lost with our plumbing and AC messages. We do everything you'd expect an electrician would do, including indoor and outdoor lighting, service panels and circuits, switches, plugs, and troubleshooting too. Call to add or update your old light fixtures with modern, efficient LED lighting. 703-922-1900. Problem solved. 105.1 FM WAVA encourages you to have the mind of Christ during this time of unprecedented crisis. Hi, everybody. This is Pastor Rick Warren, author of The Purpose Driven Life, pastor at Saddleback Church, and speaker for Daily Hope Broadcast. You know, during this COVID-19 crisis, it's very easy to hunker in a bunker and think only about yourself, me, myself, and I. But this is an opportunity to learn unselfishness. The great rule that Jesus gave us, the golden rule, do to others as you would have them do unto you. When we go out and we help other people, we are becoming greater in ourselves. We're becoming more of what God wants us to be. So think about helping others today. You can hear Rick Warren weeknights at 7.30 p.m. on WAVA 105.1 FM. Hey, what's going on, family? It's your nephew, Willie Moore, Jr., and I want you to listen because it's time now for the Ministry Minute with Dr. Derek Greer. Flat up. I was reminded recently of a time when I walked into the office and just felt like the whole world was on my shoulders. I was facing personnel problems, parking problems, budget problems, seating problems, traveling problems, zoning problems, scheduling conflict, deadlines, family members. The list goes on and on. On top of that, the roof was leaking. I stared out of my window for a moment just to collect myself. Then I thought to myself, at least I have a roof. At least I have a family. At least I can travel. At least I have a schedule. At least I have a church building. At least I have a budget. And when I thought about it, I said to myself, at least I have a job. Colossians 3 and 15 says, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called into one body, and be thankful. It's funny, the moment I became thankful, peace followed. This is Dr. Derek Greer. For more, go to gracechurchva.org. And as always, live big. Most of our children and grandchildren are finishing this school year online. You can make plans now for a Christian school education for your child or grandchild this fall. And WAVA makes it affordable with our half-priced Christian school tuition opportunity. Simply go to WAVA.com, use the keyword school, or click on the school bus to see the schools offering half-priced tuition this fall. We have schools participating in Bowie. Olney, Laurel, Frederick, Dale City, Fairfax, and Falls Church. Go to WAVA.com, keyword school. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Would you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to Andersonspeaks.com and click on the Donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at Andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to Andersonspeaks.com and donate. 
Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your support. And thank you for my new sponsor, Vivid Home Smart Security Systems. If you don't have one in your home, give them a call and get the Dr. Anderson special. Just call them at the Get Smart with Dr. Anderson hotline. That number is 800-587-1504. Don't wait. Give them a call. This is the time while you're home to have them put in the best system you can get. And they have some systems as low as $19.99 per month. And you get the first two months for free because you're my listener. Call the hotline, 800-587-1504. They're also giving away a free 4K Pro camera for your front door. You can't beat that. Check them out online if you want to, getsmartvivint.com. That's V-I-V-I-N-T. Now, I've got uh, David Heiliger, who's on the line with me. He is the student minister, uh, as well as a mediator and a bridge builder for students, for parents, for adults and young people alike. Uh, David, as we bring the show to a close, tell me uh, maybe some final comments that you think are important for our listeners to know during this time. I wish I could give a standing ovation to the the parents out there. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're trying so hard to care for their, their kids while also caring for themselves. So if you're a parent out there, uh, God bless you. I'm just so impressed with the parents that I see who are really trying hard to hold their families together while also moving their themselves forward personally. So uh, by all means, go easy on yourself. Don't be too critical and just know that as all the structures that we've been uh, relying on throughout our lives in our day-to-day mm-hmm. are starting to crumble away, we're reminded of Psalm 46.1, and this is the first verse that we as a family memorized during this pandemic mm. and the shutdown. And it says this, God, you are such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You are a proven help in times of trouble, more than enough, and always available whenever I need you. Mm. So if you want to go to Psalm 46, heard mm. uh, words there for us as we really try to find what will hold us together as everything else is falling apart. How about that? Well, Karen Twig says online, thank you, Dave, for your help with kids. You are such a blessing. And let me say thank you, David Heiliger, for your ministry. You are indeed a blessing. Well, thank you, Dr. Anderson, for having me on the show. And we will continue to pray for all those parents out there as we're trying to lead our young people well. Amen and amen. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we do thank you that you're the greatest parent of all and that you don't socially distance yourself from us, but you draw near as we draw near to you. We pray that you would do that for every listener and all of their children and our churches as well. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you. Father, help your children. 